everyone, welcome to Soul Gazing, the podcast where we talk about our lives, our travels, our interests, which are K-pop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mostly. <Yes. laughs> and my name is Michelle, and currently I am filled with soup balls. <laughs> Yes, I was waiting for this day. And I'm Rika, and all my friends are leaving me. (laughs) It's so sad. I'm so sad. Everyone's leaving Germany. I can't blame them, but... Yeah, I left long ago, so I was ahead of the crowd. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Oh, you started this. Well, F you. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm sorry, I'll be back. Yes, please. I miss you. (laughs) Oh, I miss you too. Hey, at least you have... Melissa, (laughs) remember Melissa, our good friend? I do remember her, but, you know, they had a curfew for a long time there. So, you know, traveling there was not even an option. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to abide by the law, the COVID law. I mean, you would usually want to. I would. I am very much in favor of uh, COVID restrictions and not spreading it to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Yeah, but that's just me, apparently. (laughs) It is. It always seems like just you. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not. Like, people around me are fine, too. Yeah. But, you know, it's been a year. (laughs) And it's really... It's becoming increasingly difficult to comprehend why people seemingly cannot comprehend why those restrictions are necessary. So I'm just Out of sight, out of mind. I'm just... The problem, well, the thing really is that our numbers have been on the rise basically since December, January, and they went back down a little bit, and then now they're going up again for no apparent reason. Like, what are people doing? Beats me because I've just been at home doing nothing the entire time. I know. Yeah. I shouldn't even look at the numbers. It just makes me mad. Yeah. Speaking of numbers, guess how many soup balls I ate yesterday? Oh. Nine. Oh my god, no. <laughs> How big are they? I don't know. Yesterday was, of course, the last day of like the Chinese New Year festival. Mm-hmm. So it was the day we ate the sweet soup balls. Nice. And I had five of them, which they're... I don't know how big, like if you make a, an O with your thumb and your pointer finger, mm-hmm. I think it's around that size. I could eat nine of those. But they're filled with, they're mochi and then they're filled with... Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Okay. I so they're I see pretty the like now. heavy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had them in like a nice sweet soup with like tapioca pearls in it too. It was tasty. Oh, I want soup balls. They sound. Good. <laughs> I'll make you some next time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Enough about balls. <laughs> never enough. <laughs> never enough balls. Never enough balls. Oh well, I guess. <laughs> this is a horrible transition. More but... about more about balls? No? Okay. <laughs> because a few weeks ago, we said happy birthday to your NCT bias. Mm-hmm. But now it's my turn because today yes. is Ten's birthday. So happy birthday, happy Ten. Happy birthday, Ten. And now we can awesome. move on from balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Now that we got Ten out of the way, which, you know, not in an illegal way, but um, <laughs> we could... <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Let's get into some K-pop news, which... Let's get into some positive K-pop news. There have been a bunch of comebacks this week alone. My notes say we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven comebacks. So congratulations to us as well, I guess. And that's also... If we don't include your faves comebacks 
just like we probably missed it or we weren't in the know exactly like, we really only follow the groups that we already know about so yeah but if you have suggestions send them our yeah. way yes please that would be great we're always open for new good music so yes keep it coming but yeah which one would you like to talk about first well i gotta talk about sunmi oh yeah and her comeback for tail or kori which i was not expecting her to go full out like that mm-hmm. in any way <laughs> but <laughs> i mean i'm loving this entire um because all the solo artists are coming back at the same time like we had hyuna we had chungha mm-hmm. and now we have sunmi just like mm-hmm. they are the holy trinity of female yeah. solo artists just already blessing 2021 mm-hmm. so yeah i really enjoy it and i'm glad that she's enjoying her life as well yes good for her and we also had uh, Shiny's comeback. Shiny's back. Shiny's back. Which is the first time in three years. I think they born a three-year hiatus because of, you know, army nonsense. Yeah. Army as in the military, not... <laughs> 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 no, they were busy following BTS around. <laughs> That's what they were actually doing. Yeah, but they're all back. Yes. And I really enjoy the album... The um <laughs> the EMV for the title track is a lot. Um, it's "Don't Call Me." Yes, and yes, it was a trip. <laughs> it was such a trip. But the song, the more I listen to it, just listen to it. Um, yeah, the more I actually like it. And there's another like I actually I like all of the songs on the album, which is great. But there's because I'm a I'm just a sucker for ballads. There's a song called "Kind," and I just enjoy it so much. It has like this like minuscule am- amount of autotune <laughs> uh-huh. like throughout the entire song basically it's really interesting and then it's a slow song too i really enjoy it i like it a lot yeah, yeah. and another thing i really enjoy the more i listen to it is um on and off's comeback single singles 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 because they released a little introductory song called My Name Is where they just, you know, introduce themselves yeah. in that one. God. <laughs> so cute. I love it. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. And then Beautiful, Beautiful 2. Again, the MV kind of confused me too much to like pay yeah. a lot of attention to the yeah, song. I think that was a theme with all the comebacks this week. We were just so confused by the music videos. Just yeah, like, what seriously. is happening? Yeah, but Beautiful, Beautiful too. It's just such a perfect song for like spring, summer coming up. It's very happy, very vibey, very just like positive. And I think we can all need a little bit of that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Are we going into that now? No, we already did earlier. (laughs) I'm mad, remember? Anyway. (laughs) Oh, I thought because of COVID. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. I was just thinking more in a global sense still, but... Oh. COVID shakes the entire world. The other thing shakes the K-pop world, so... Yeah, I guess since we do talk about K-pop news, it's kind of fair for us to talk about even bad things that happen. Yes. Or, I guess... Unfortunate news. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, since the last time we recorded the K-pop world... Or just the K- Korean music and drama, everything industry exploded <laughs> somehow. Mm-hmm. 
With bullying scandals. Yes. All, so many bullying scandals. I can't even count all of them. Yeah. They just came out all at once, basically. Exactly. And it's really affecting, like, it had, they have this really immediate effect where, like, you know, dramas are being pushed back. I was looking forward to Dear M, but oh well. Yeah. This is not about me, thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. But yeah, it's really just, you know, I'm looking for an adjective. <laughs> I'm just very, it's the whole theme with the music videos. I'm just confused. Like, why exactly, is this happening? <laughs> exactly. And why is it, like, why are so many of them coming out right now? I saw somewhere that there's kind of a, like, movement going on where people are, like, you know, just getting courage from other people speaking up about it. But then we've all also had some claims that were already um, debunked. Debunked, where the accusers themselves have admitted that they lied. Yeah. So it's just such a mess. It's the biggest mess. Yeah. It hurts the it hurts the real victims. It hurts the artists, and it's just it's yeah. Yeah, I don't understand what's happening i just hope everything clears up soon because it's just especially with social media everything is getting blown up of course that's the whole point of like people coming forward and exactly making all these accusations is to make it blow up like if Mm -hmm. they didn't want it to be public they wouldn't put it up publicly so yes yeah hopefully whoever is in the wrong will get justice served exactly yeah i think yeah that that should be the main focus to actually you know find the truth behind all of it so we'll continue to observe yeah observe and sip our wine in the no just kidding we're not we're sober today (laughs) no we're not we're sober today and it's really not something you know we enjoy because we're not really into drama like that we're into dramas but yeah we're not into like the war fan wars or what's it called like just people taking sides and arguing against other exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really it, it's you know, it's a little disheartening any way you spin it. It's really sad to see in some cases and yeah, but of course we just want the truth to be revealed. Yes. And hopefully it'll all work out and things will get back to normal. Yeah. Let's hope so. Again, that also applies to COVID, so The worlds collide again. Yes, both worlds. (laughs) Both worlds. All right, so for this week's Korean word or phrase, Mm -hmm. we have the word 호기심. 호기심. And that means curiosity. Ooh. Yes. Curiosity killed the cat. Yes, it did. And for the example sentence, we have 자꾸 내 호기심을 자극해. So that means... You're constantly provoking my curiosity. Ooh, that's a good one. Sexy. (laughs) Sexy. (laughs) Yes. All right. So if you have someone you're curious about, tell them today in Korean and make them curious about you. (laughs) Yes. All right, for this week's episode, we thought we would do something that doesn't require as much research. <laughs> Actually, that's not true, no. But we're going to talk about our MBTI types. Yes, our MBTI types. 
And um, we're not going to talk our own, about our own types. We're talking about each other's types like we did with our zodiac signs. So, Michelle, would you like to tell us what MBTI types are? Yes. I feel every time you like <laughs> open that up, I always want to go into robotic voice <laughs> like you explaining. Should. It would be funny. Do it. No. But it. no. Now I don't Do want to. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, MBTI. So that stands for a Myers-Briggs type indicator. And they're basically personality tests, psychological personality tests. And they're based off of theories from Carl Jung, who is a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's gotten a lot of flack for being like pseudoscience because it's not very reliable like it is based off of psychology and mm -hmm. theories and stuff but it's not yeah like reliable because like you can take it a couple times and you have completely different responses but yeah at least it's fun it is fun and honestly like you know i think it's fun in the same way that you know horoscopes or tarot or yeah like, zodiac signs are fun it's just like look at it you know take from it what you will take the best parts of it and be like great awesome i you know i see myself in this and have fun yeah, with it exactly it's all for fun it's all for fun speaking of fun let's have some fun with your mbti type i'm just gonna keep saying it i know type is in the <laughs> yeah in the, but i'm just gonna keep saying it and you can't stop me anyway stop um <laughs> Okay. Um, so, Michelle, you yeah. are an INFJA type. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. I meaning you're an introvert. N meaning you're intuitive. F meaning you're feeling. <laughs> you're a feeling type. And J meaning you're very judgy. No, just kidding. You're judging. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're the judging type. And um, the added A means you're assertive. So let me tell you what that means, because you totally didn't read your results when you got this, right? Right. No, I... <laughs> Honestly, the last <laughs> time I read through it was probably the very first time I took the quiz, which was like 2017, 16 or something. I think we took it uh, together in 2016. Yeah. At least my, like, my first result that I have in my emails is from 2016. Yeah, same. So yeah, so I think we took it together then and probably read through it and we're like oh this is awesome this is so us and then forgot about it <laughs> literally though because i have to check what my type is every time every yeah time. it's so okay just forget and now we're gonna forget after this episode just kidding no no we'll never forget after this because this is gonna be like an hour of us talking about who we are based yes. on pseudoscience are you ready i am so ready okay so um the infja is the advocate and it's um someone who's introverted i just said told you this <laughs> introverted <laughs> intuitive feeling judging um you tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination you're basically guided by your inner vision your personal values um and a quiet principled version of humanism so oh, makes me sound so fancy. <laughs> we're not even there yet because your type is the rarest personality type of all. Ooh. Yes. You have a deep sense of idealism and integrity and um, you are just determined to make your lasting impact on the world. <gasps> and uh, your unique combination of personality traits makes you very complex and versatile. Which, that is absolutely correct. I'm so special. <laughs> you are, you're special to me. Oh. <laughs> um, you're also driven by a very strong sense of um, what's right and wrong. And you want to 
you know, help create a world where others also do the right thing, which, as we all know, is very hard, <laughs> which yep. especially the last year has shown us. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So concepts like egalitarianism and karma mean a great deal to advocates like you. Ah. And um, if the next one I thought was very, like... Very, very, I can only think of very inappropriate German idioms right now, so I'll just say it's very fitting. Um, (laughs) People with this personality type aspire to fix society's deeper problems in the hope that unfairness and hardship can become things of the past, and that's exactly what's driving you. (laughs) That sounds so unrealistic when you put it that way. No, but, like, the motivation is there. Like, that doesn't have to be your ultimate goal, like, your realistic goal, but it's your motivation, right? Like, yeah. you want to help help people and help make things better for people. It doesn't mean you can change the entire world, but, I'm you know, try. that's what... Exa- yeah, first of all, that... Yeah, but that's exactly what this is. And, you know, leaving a mark on the world doesn't mean that you have to change the entire world, but just, like, you know, maybe a tiny part of it that you can reach and that you can improve. So yes. that is very much what you're trying to do, especially with your, um, you know, professional choice, which we will get to. Ooh. Anyway, um, advocates, as I said, they're introverts. So you may be reserved, but you communicate in a way that is warm and sensitive. Oh, that's cute. Yes. And you um, value deep relationships, deep and authentic relationships with others. I do. However. Oh. <laughs> and I feel like this was also your horoscope and i think it's so fitting so if you haven't fixed it yet please do so but advocates um may focus so intently on their ideals that they don't take care of themselves wow all the stars all the psychological theories are hitting me and that can lead to stress and burnout so please (laughs) please get some sleep (laughs) (laughs) um Yes, and you're also more likely to be confident and relaxed, which I feel like is a very great combination. I'm very jealous of that. Yes, and that brings me to the A in INFJA. Yes. So assertive advocates are more likely than their counterparts, the turbulent advocates, to stay on an even emotional keel when relating to others. So um, rather than thinking about what other people may go through, how they, you know, how they may be suffering, um, you try to, you know, lead everyone towards a more positive future. Well, then. So you don't get too caught up in all the messy emotional (laughs) aspect of it all however this optimism can have negative outcomes sounds accurate (laughs) Mm, yeah yep 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 uh no 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 it's fine uh kind of because you know those you know wanting everything to be positive is not also not very realistic so um instead of you know addressing the things or the important problems that we need to be addressed you you know, your kind of type, uh, may end up focusing on, you know, just getting to this brighter place, this better place for everyone. So sometimes that may some that may lead to INFJA types to overlook essential tasks. What am I overlooking? I'm so sad and you're not taking care of my emotional needs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, anyway, assertive advocates 
tend to elevate their friends, the people they fall in love with, and even their colleagues. And um, you look really kindly on the people that you like, that you value and agree with, but you do not look kindly on people who go against your sense of righteousness or who are phonies. Everyone hates phonies. <sighs> that just reminds me of the catcher in the rye. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, because he hated phonies. That's how I learned the word, because I read the catcher in the rye when I was like 14. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> little nugget right there of info. <laughs> All right. Um, assertive advocates see things through a filter that values humanity. And you want to have people in your life, but in limited introverted doses. Ah, uh, so. perfection. Which I feel like is very accurate. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you're here, but on my terms, please. <laughs> Don't cross the line. Boundaries. Exactly. Boundaries. All right. Um... Assertive advocates, unlike turbulent advocates, are more likely to accept unusual turns in events. And um, so you're more adaptable to those and you're more willing to buy into unorthodox ideas and people. <laughs> Which I think is very good because it makes for more interesting um, relationships and more interesting worldviews that kind of touch yours. Yeah. And I guess that also has to do with, um, or that also helps with the profession thing that you were you mentioned. Exactly, yeah. So you're more open to everyone being different and everyone's issues being, you know, different from your own. Yep. Um, all right, I'm going to quickly list your strengths. Most of them are pretty self-explanatory. So uh, INFJAs are creative, insightful, principled, passionate, and altruistic. Which, again, you know, the altruistic part ties back into your choice of profession. Your weaknesses are you're sensitive to criticism, which, who among us? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I uh, know, right? Uh, reluctant to open up, which I will fucking sign, <laughs> seal, deliver that one. <laughs> Whoops. It's been five years, woman. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, perfectionist, perfectionistic, perfectionistic. Mm -hmm. I will sign mm -hmm. seal that one too. Ah, uh, yep. Um, avoiding the ordinary, absolutely. And we don't mean the brand, just, you know, boring things. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, again, prone to burnout. Just listen to the stars, please. Please. Fine. Fine, mom, I'll listen. Go take a nap right now. No, just kidding, don't. Because we're about to talk about your romantic relationships. Excuse me? Ooh, where? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it. No, just kidding. Uh, oh, actually, yes, we are. Um, so, INFJs tend to take the process of finding a romantic partner very seriously. You look for a relationship that's deep and meaningful and you will not settle for anything less than true love well Beautiful. that makes I sense it. it explains a lot yes <laughs> um and here we go it can take time for you to find a compatible partner and some people might think that infjs are too choosy and it is true that they may have unrealistic expectations which girl get it whatever <laughs> um you are very much in touch with your core values and that makes you care about compatibility and um you know as well as surface surface level attraction so you want someone who's hot and deep and compatible with you <laughs> which again who among us like what the hell? anyway <laughs> but that 
so far, all I'm hearing is that I have way too you have high, high standards, standards for, for no, life no, 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 and no. for oh. people. Listen, first of all, when it comes to romantic relationships, you need high standards. Like the bar right now in general for women is way too low as is. So no, you keep those standards. And I think for life, it's more of a... I think it's a like optimistic approach rather than like something you consider a realistic goal. Yeah. And I think that's fair and I think that's important because that gets you where you need to be, you know? It doesn't mean that you'll be sad just because you don't change the world. It just means that you will have more drive to actually, you know, change things for the better as much as you can. And I think that's great. Oh, thanks. So you're very welcome. I'm just being honest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, INFJs aren't afraid to express their love and they feel it unconditionally. I love that. That's really nice. Also, why haven't you told me you love me today? (gasps) Excuse me? (laughs) It's only been eight hours since the last time. (laughs) It's true. I was going to say, you actually did tell me you love me today. No, never mind. Let's move on. Um... You INFJs know that love isn't a passive emotion, but it's an opportunity to grow and learn. And they expect their partners to share this mindset. Um, that leads to, you know, rela- people who enter relationships with INFJs need to be, like, committed and not shallow. Like, this is the real deal, romantic-wise. Mm. So, yes, good job. Okay, now comes the really interesting part, friendships. So this part is all about me, 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 me. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not. It's still about you, 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 you. Um, just like with romantic relationships, you have a desire for authenticity and sincerity and everything. Um, so, you know, you much like with romantic relationships, again, you don't settle for friendships that happen out of convenience. So like people you meet at work or school, mm-hmm. but you prefer to have a close circle of confidants who, you know, who earn... This is me. This is not the website. This is me saying it, who earned your friendship. Oh. Not, not meaning that you make... You, the, there's no tests, okay? <laughs> I'm in sixth grade now, but <laughs> there are no tests. But, you know, like, uh, you know, friendships also are something that need to be based on shared values and shared interests. Which brings me to the next point that you love sharing your passions and beliefs and interests with other people and discussing them, which... Absolutely yes, we do that all the time. Beyond yes. the beyond of what we think is possible, like oh, honestly, right? Sometimes we like someone brings up a topic randomly. Like yesterday, you brought up cloning, <laughs> oh, and yeah. suddenly we were having this entire conversation about you know DNA preservation <laughs> and just like genetics <laughs> just like, and everything. It's like exactly. what's happening and how far away from Jurassic Park we are. <laughs> so yeah. we've never talked about this before, but we just have. All the conversations. Exactly. And it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. All right. Um, yeah. As you already said yourself, INFJs have high standards for themselves and their friendships. So as we already hinted at very not subtly, uh, INFJs tend to seek a career path that aligns with their values rather than something that offers status and like money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fortunately, though, that personality type is able to find something like that in almost any field but that doesn't matter to you because you've already found your field which is great however just to give you some um alternatives (laughs) if this doesn't work out because aside from it actually sounds counselors and psychologists you would also do great as teachers social workers yoga instructors (laughs) and spiritual leaders which you are my spiritual leader 
Bit. But also um, careers and healthcare in general are very attractive. Attractive. <laughs> attractive. Are very attract- <laughs> attractive actions. They're very attractive options yes. for this personality type. Um, and this was also interesting to me personally. Um, INFJ types may feel fulfilled by seeking out leadership positions, not that part, but by starting their own business. Ooh. <laughs> well, guess what? Starting we just started business. our own business. We did start our own business. All right. Workplace habits. I kept this very short because I was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, right. You thrive when you can express your creativity and insight. And you uh, especially motivated when you know that what you do has meaning which <gasps> yeah just going to drill that point <laughs> <laughs> forever um but also you're very happy if you can just ignore workplace politics and hierarchies god which right though just, yes <laughs> so much oh, god I hate those. I hate it so much. And it, it's, you know, as, you know, you know, it's bad in Korea, but it was also so bad in Japan. Yeah. And I was just happy to be a foreigner where I could kind of like fly under the radar when it came to that. But oh my God, so weird. Not weird, but so different. No. So yeah. difficult to get used to. And okay, no more personal anecdotes. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so... And I feel like this is very true for you in general, not just for the workplace, but um, INFJ people don't think of themselves as above or below anyone else, no matter where they are on the job ladder or life ladder. And I think this is very true for you. Like, I've never, ever gotten the sense that you thought that you were, like, above or below anyone, <laughs> which I think is still rare. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I, I see it in my family, too, like, some people in my family are so elitist that I'm just like, how? What? What? Why? So like when I meet people who are very, um, you know, normal, <laughs> normal, yeah, or who just don't think about it that much, who don't think of their own position and who don't have to like, you know, have something to put prove themselves. Yeah, exactly. Or like put themselves on a like scale of, you know, I'm below this person, but above this person. Like, why do we do that? What, what, why? Uh, because I feel like also for some people, that's how they find their place in life. But to be personally, that's not how I want to define myself. So, you know, I really like that about you. You're really, you know, you're an equal opportunity people treater. <laughs> that's, that's the word. Thank you. I appreciate it. You treat people equally. There we go. Thank you, English. It's (laughs) hard. All right. In conclusion, um, you're very passionate and enigmatic. Oh, I guess. Am I? Am I mystery? Sometimes, but that kind of ties back to the not opening up things. Um. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Yep. Um, You stand out for your imagination, your compassion, your integrity, and your deeply held principles, which... I also think is true. Aww. Like you really, yeah. No, you have very strong morals and values, and you know they're not unreasonable. That doesn't mean you're in any way, um, what's the word, intolerant of other opinions or other principles. But you know you very much keep to your own set of. This is how I live my life. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, Right. Unlike many other idealistic types, however, you're also capable of turning your ideals into plans and executing them. And this is why I needed to do business with you. <laughs> because I'm just Make like, my head's just in the clouds forever, which maybe we'll hear about that. But I'm just like, God, oh, this would be fun. This would be fun. You know what we should do? And then you're like, we'll do it now. We'll do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> 
All right. And for the last magic trick of this <laughs> um, MBTI magic, um, I am going to tell you who you are compatible, compatible with. Because if you remember earlier, you told me <laughs> yes. that um, you're most compatible with ENTP types. So I focused, of course, on our K-pop boys. That's what we do. Of course. Um, and one K-pop boy you're compatible with is Hyunjin from Stray Kids, which we will just leave uncommented right now. Yeah. Um, you're also very compatible with uh, Sonu from The Boys. Ooh, my I best friend. <laughs> my new best friend. <laughs> and much more importantly, okay, much more importantly with Young from The Boys. <laughs> Ooh. I'll take so, that. I was going to say. <laughs> Back off. No, it's coming. Um, you also have some INFJ bros. Ooh. You have, um, since there was no ENTP people in 17, I thought I would find your bros who are Uzi. Yes. Wanu and V8, Minghao. So I think that, that's a really nice squad. Yeah, you have there. I can that's see awesome. that. That's cool. And, you know, from friends to lovers... Woozy looking at you. <laughs> She's curious about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He chaguks my hogishim. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I want it on a t-shirt. Anyway. <laughs> yes, I am done talking now. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my MBTI type TED Talk. Yes. Thank you for having me. <laughs> but now it's my turn to get up on stage and fumble through this. Good luck. Thank you. So, Rike, you are an INFPT, which means mediator, mm-hmm. and that stands for introverted, of course. Yes. Intuitive, course. feeling, mm-hmm. prospecting, mm-hmm. and of course, turbulent, as you oh mentioned God, before. Yes. Just chaos personified, seriously. <laughs> so turbulent. A little turbulent. So yes, I have first some general information on just INFPs, both A's and T's. So Mm. first of all, mediators are among the most social of all introverts, which I think is pretty accurate. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Like when I took the test the first time, I was confused about my um, social orientation. (laughs) It's okay, we all are. Exactly, because I was, like, I am friendly enough, but I also, I just cannot after a while, so I was just like, what am I? And I thought I was an ambivert, but then I took the test, it was like 70% introvert, I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. Mm -hmm. So, mediators have a talent for self-expression, and they may reveal their innermost thoughts and secrets through metaphors and fictional characters. Mm -hmm. And drinking. (laughs) That wasn't in the MBTI. (laughs) Sorry. No, but I think that's very accurate because you also are very creative and you like write and stuff, which this next point, Mm -hmm. many famous mediators are poets, writers, and actors. Wow. So people with this personality type often enjoy dreaming up all sorts of stories and possibilities. I do. I wish I got paid for it. (laughs) Soon. We will. I mean, you will. Um, (laughs) This is not our MBTI. (laughs) Uh, so mediators are empathetic by nature, so they might want to help everyone, but they need to focus their attention and energy on one worthy cause at a time. What? 
Otherwise, they can be so overwhelmed by all the problems they can't fix that they're tempted to give up on even trying. I feel attacked. <laughs> We're both attacked by the stars and psychology. It's okay. Seriously. Pseudoscience, please. It's still psychology. <laughs> Pseudo-psychology. Pseudo-psychology. Fine. Yes. So I'll go through your strengths real quick. You are thoughtful, generous, mm. open-minded, mm. creative, mm. and passionate, mm. which you are all of the above and so much more. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And weaknesses. You are self-critical. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Emotionally driven. <laughs> oh, God, yes. And prefer to avoid conflict. At all times. <laughs> and we will get more into that now. My Because God. now we're going to okay. go into the turbulent INFP, which you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> so you're more likely to boost someone else's self-esteem before you tend to your own, even sometimes at your expense, which... Oh, is another listen. sign from the stars that you got to take care of yourself. May I lay down on the couch and just talk about this for a second? <laughs> Do you need a moment? I need a moment. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but yes, well, <laughs> buckle down because it's going to get even realer. Oh my God, where's my seatbelt? So turbulent mediators are apt to ask too much of themselves and become overwhelmed when they don't meet their unyielding and perhaps at times unreasonable goals They're likely to be hard on themselves, which I have seen that many a times. Yeah. Listen. I'm listening. Honestly, overwhelmed is my middle name right now. And it has <laughs> been for like a year. And I'm just so overwhelmed. You should get it legally it. changed. I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed by how overwhelmed I am. So yes. <laughs> yes. Just yes. I'm going to get that legally changed. Yes. Yes, so self-criticism rings true for any turbulent individual, but for you, especially as an INFP... I'm just nodding. <laughs> I'm just nodding. Like, this is all very true. Yeah, your imagination and sensitivity might magnify the damage caused by negative self-talk. Even the smallest flaw may seem more significant than it is, and you're more likely to see a mistake as a reason to doubt yourself. Okay, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> Is it too real now? Do you regret doing this? Real. I feel my emotions are very turbulent right now. <laughs> are you overwhelmed again? I'm overwhelmed again. Help. <laughs> well, too bad. I'm going to keep going because guess what? <laughs> okay. There are no breaks on this truth train. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Overwhelmington. <laughs> That sounds like a food, like Beef Wellington. <laughs> yes. I'm creative. <laughs> Anyway, so turbulent mediators are likely to describe themselves as lazy oh. more often than assertive mediators <laughs> and most other personality types, which are you? Listen, that's my other middle name. <laughs> exactly. I'm overwhelmed, lazy. But... Insert my last name. I'm not going to say it here. <laughs> but a neutral assessment may reveal this to be not entirely accurate. Which I am the neutral assessment. I reveal it not to be accurate. Not entirely accurate. I'm still lazy. Just not as lazy as I thought I was. Everyone's lazy in some degree. I saw the other day something like this person. It was actually like a thing was a psychologist saying like lazy as such doesn't exist. 
Like you not being able to do things or you not doing things Where did doesn't I, mean I saw you're that lazy. Too. It just means you, you yeah, right? Where and was, was like, that? Oh, this makes so much sense. Dude, on social media. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, I saw that but, too, yeah. but I didn't look into it because I was just like, okay. But wow, we both saw it. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. And it was just yeah, basically, it's like, you know, you not doing things doesn't make you lazy. It just means you either need rest or it's not a priority. I think it was a priority. Is that possible? I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I remember exactly that wording, too. And I'm just confused. Yeah. Where did I even read it? Either way, it's very true. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Other things being equal, turbulent people generally work hard to compensate for what they see as a weakness. So the whole lazy thing. So mm -hmm. the lazy label doesn't fit you and the poor self-evaluation of your work ethic is just as likely a result of your negative slant as it is a measurable reality well my self-hatred will be the judge of that <laughs> excuse you <laughs> sorry i'm kidding mostly you're you have way too many middle names you gotta get rid of some of these that's true i would like to get rid of overwhelmed first please that would be nice <laughs> i hate that one yeah it's, it's really long. loud loud long loud well, yeah it is very loud too it's like what are you so loud for <laughs> seriously but yes moving on because mm -hmm. i'm still not done attacking you i mean the mbti not me this is not me of course this is mbti yes so outwardly expressed emotions can show up more often in turbulent mediators lives yes being familiar with emotional expression can come in handy when relating to others' feelings because you put yourself or you put others above yourself. <laughs> so experience can provide a shortcut to understanding and sharing similar ordeals mm. can increase the potential for kind-hearted listening. So put kind-hearted into your middle name right there. That's even longer. Well, it can replace overwhelmed. Okay. So yeah, just to kind of like wrap up that part. Turbulent mediators report feeling negative emotions to a far greater extent than assertive mediators, but this can help increase their empathy levels. So you're very understanding and open to others. Yeah. And I guess I don't that's know. why you accepted me. Ask the others. <laughs> okay. Ask the others if that's true. I really cannot speak to that. I am the others. I speak to it. I mean, you're it. very easy to like, so. Okay. True. Yeah. Fair enough. God damn it. <laughs> I will break down all your lies. <laughs> Please do. But yes, moving on to some famous, I guess, in the K-pop world, INFPs. Mm -hmm. We've got a few, quite a few. Yeah, they're a dime a dozen. <laughs> hey, you're still, it's still a rare type, just not as rare as INFJs, I guess. Just not among K-pop people. <laughs> True. <laughs> Which I, I, I have no problem with that. I'm worried for them, but. Uh. <laughs> but yes. Let's go through them. So BTS, RM, Suga, and Jungkook are all INFPs. Okay, why am I not surprised that Suga and I have the same <laughs> BTI? Because... I feel like that makes so much sense. Oh, no. But yes, and then GOT7's Yugyum, which, hey, <laughs> we talked hey, about him last week. AOMG. Yes, and then we have 17's S-Coops, June. Hoshi and DK, which is like wow. the biggest hot pot of everything happened. Like seriously, <laughs> that's all the personalities. I know. But hey, that just means how diverse an MBTI can be. True. Yes. And then for the boys, of course, we have Jacob and Kevin. Yeah. And then Younghoon and New, 
which I pair <laughs> them up because you know why I pair them up like that. I know, I know, because they pair themselves up. Yes, they're best friends. And then this is my favorite, just because、mm-hmm. in NCT we have Chunla,、mm-hmm. your <laughs> your fellow psycho Scorpio. <laughs> Psycho Scorpio. Listen, I love him. I think he is just fucking delightful. Yeah, but I also saw that Chisong、mm-hmm. flip flopped between INFP and INFJ. So I、oh. guess he really is our son. <laughs> he is our son. Congratulations, Chisong. But yes, moving on to because you talked about who was the best match for me. I'm going to talk about、mm-hmm. the best match for you. So that's ENFJs. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was so fun looking at these because I was just like, yes. <laughs> so of course, Stray Kids, Pang Chan, which、mm-hmm. your bias,、yeah. your love. Yep. Yes. Sorry, Lino. <laughs> you know. We know. You know. We know, Lino. Yes. Know. And then for the boys, we have Hyunjae, your beautiful Hyunjae. I will not. <laughs> no comment. And Eric, who is、Aww. basically like. Your best friend, my best friend. I like how I got Sanu and you got Eric. That's like,、mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perfect. The Magnus, the Magnus are in good hands. Yes, Magnus, the Magnus, the Magnus, the Magnus. <laughs> But yes, and then for seventeen, we have Joshua, Mingyu, and Dino. <laughs> okay, this is a joke. All right. Oh. Because、uh, those are my biases. Yeah, like, like all, exactly all of them. <laughs> all of them. So that's like I saw that I was just like, wow! I couldn't even like write、yeah. this if I tried. That's perfection. Does that mean my bias searching is heavily influenced by my MBTI? <gasps> maybe because it is technically your personality, and maybe yeah, in your heart of hearts. You know, yeah, we're compatible. I can smell compatibility. Yes, like a bloodhound. All right, for our little outro here, we're just gonna kind of talk about our final thoughts with MBTI and just what we learned from this experience. <laughs> Right. So my final thought is, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> so nothing changed. I feel feel very attacked. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Though, like you know, in a way, it sounds like you know, like whatever, humble bragging. But a lot of those things are very true, and I am I get overwhelmed easily. And the thing is that, like many things, many of those, you know, the self critic. No, they have always been there. Let's be honest. <laughs> but the be- feeling so overwhelmed and just um, you know, the negative self talk. I feel like that's gotten worse over the years for some reason, especially like you know in my twenties, it's been it got a lot worse, and yeah, I don't even know what it was about. And I feel like in a way, when I was working so much, that kind of helped a little because I didn't have the brain capacity to think. And ever since coming, <laughs> that's back always to, great. Yeah, but it's also you know ever since coming back to Germany, you know you're faced with a whole lot of new、um, ways to potentially fail in life. So <laughs> it's just been not easy. But also that you have a lot of ways to potentially succeed in life. Yeah. So I guess it just has to do with adding and sprinkling in some positivity in your morning cereal. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't need cereal. Um, that's your problem then. <laughs> that's my problem. I need to buy cereal. It's not that I like, it's not a principal thing. I just never have cereal at home. That's why I don't eat it. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's when I said that I need you to make things happen or to do things like that's my biggest thing just you know getting over myself and starting something like I have a ton of things I want to do but then every time I'm just like but what if I fail what if I'm not good at it even though those are things I'm already good at like I know I'm good at them people tell me I'm good at them but I'm still like what if I'm not good enough <laughs> so that's really yeah. frustrating yeah you just gotta beat that middle <laughs> name out of yourself exactly and I'll be here to provide you with the boxing gloves. Thank you very much. But Ian. What about you? What did you take away from this? Guess I just took away that I have way too high expectations of everything mm-hmm. and everyone. Yeah. Including myself. But I feel like that's also such a double-edged sword. Because having high, having high expectations for yourself can really, like, you know, motivate you and you know, get your ass in gear, but that it can also cut you down. Yeah. And same with other people. It's just like, if you hold everyone to the same standards as you hold yourself, like you're bound to be disappointed because people are so different. And my mom says that too a lot because she works with some absolute toolboxes. <laughs> and <laughs> she just kind of stopped expecting people to, you know, do things on the same level that she does or and that extends to friendships too because um her best friend for example she's a very extroverted person and she just wants to hang out with people all the time and my mom is very much not Mm -hmm. so um you know on some levels they cannot meet each other's needs when it comes to social interactions but you know the key is always to see either see past it or to just you know let it go yeah. When it comes to expectations. Yeah, I guess for me, it's just like, I don't think I hold other people to my expectations much. I like at least not yeah. to that point. But also if I do expect things from people, it's usually just like good things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't expect them to like go past their limit or something, but I just expect them to usually like be a good person or something like that. Exactly. And even, you know, to bring it back to coworkers, is even just, you know, expecting people to do their jobs yeah. and them not doing it. It's just such a letdown, man. It really is. And you're just like, what? This is, you know, you're busting your ass and they're just like, you know, cruising along and I'm just, oh god. Yeah. We need our own business. We really need our own business. Yeah, we do. No one else can taint it. Exactly. Because at least, you know, that's what both our um, types have in common, that we're both, like, hardworking and, you know, striving for things and, you know, creative and motivated. So I guess we have that in common. And then the other parts complement each other. Yeah. So. Exactly. Good for us. Good for us. And I did sneak a peek that... INFJs and INFPs get along really well. So, you know, there's at least one part that we can say for sure is true and no one else can deny it. Exactly. We're the best of friends. Yes. So, yes, if you want to be our best friends too, (laughs) come be our best friend. And we don't care about MBTIs. (laughs) Yes. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. And that's at Soulgazers. 
and we'll be posting just random K-pop tidbits and also our questions of the week. So make sure to check it out. Yes, and you can also follow us on Instagram at SoulGayZing, where we post information about the episodes. We post the Korean phrase of the week. We post random pictures from our very personal lives. And we congratulate people on their birthdays on the stories. So. <laughs> yes, the most important part. <laughs> the most important part. Happy birthday, Tan. Happy birthday. But yes, and if you like this podcast, make sure to like it and give it a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you can. It would really help us out a lot. Exactly. And be nice. It's 2021. We're being nice. Yes, we're not being bullies. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Yes. But yes, and if you know someone who might enjoy this podcast, please make sure to recommend us to them as well and in the meantime we will see you next week bye bye bye